What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Three Essential Questions, our weekly podcast with uh, businesses around New Mexico. Uh, I am Pam Myers, and my lovely co-host is the fabulous Erica Yocum with Virtual Personal Assistant. Uh, our guest today is Roberto Apicifoco, and we're going to segue a little bit from our traditional three questions because it's kind of a special um opportunity to talk to Roberto, who is the producer of the Way Out West Film Festival. It's New Mexico's premier LGBTQ film festival that uh, is goes on every October. And so welcome, Roberto. Thanks for joining us this morning. Well, thanks for having me, Pam. Yeah. How many how many years is this now? This is a special, how many years is this? This is the 19th. So we're just one year shy of our big anniversary, 20th anniversary. Yay, yay, yay. And um, so we're segueing because we want to give an opportunity to talk about the film festival a little bit more. And now that and and the pandemic has really affected the arts and movies and you know all of that. So how has it impacted everything that you do with the film festival? I mean, as far as programming, it was business as usual. So I think since last year um, was kind of a test run, we pivoted to being a virtual film festival for the first time um, since there were no in-person screenings. Um, and that worked out pretty well. So it was just basically learning a whole new system of how to run the event virtually. And um, going into this year, you know, depending on where we were with our current global health crisis, um, you know, we were planning on being a hybrid event, which meant keeping our virtual component like we did last year, because um, there was a lot of pluses about doing it that way. But also having, going back to in-person screenings, which, you know, um, just in what, more than a year and a half since this has started, um, you know, it's one of the things that I think as a society and as a community, like we miss being together in closed spaces, you know, um, sharing an event or <laughs> a film. So our, our goal was to have both happening, but with the advent of the Delta variant, um, you know, we decided that I think it's best to for this year to continue being just um being a virtual event so that is what we are doing and then hopefully by next year we're back to in-person screenings and also bringing back the virtual component as well yeah i hope so you don't get the same festival experience of being able to chat with everybody after the film about their you know how their how they felt about each um, one and it's just you know it's just it's not the same so I do hope we get to go back to next year how is it did it affect um, ticket sales 
Um, not to the extent that we were expecting. So we did, because um, we had no idea what to expect. It was basically starting from scratch on a new, you know, complete brand new slate. So, you know, virtually it worked out pretty well in the sense that being a virtual event, we expanded our city borders to encompass the whole state of New Mexico. So anybody mm -hmm. within the state of New Mexico had access to our screens, um, our films. So in that sense, it worked out. So we expanded our audience that way. And some people who may, may have not heard of the film festival like down south or up north or in other in smaller parts of New Mexico. Um, so that was that was really cool. And then also being virtual allowed us to have more programming um, where you're dealing with there's you just end up seeing the plus and minuses or the advantages of having some things versus other things with anything um and one of the things being virtual is that we can do more programming because we're not um contained within um the time periods of physical spaces of trying to move audiences between one one movie time and then the next one coming after. So, and the way that we're doing this year's film festival, um, it starts October 15th through the 24th. So um, just um, about a week away at this point. And um, we are releasing all the films on opening day. So on October 15th, we're releasing all 88 films and they're gonna run the course of the 10 days until October 24th. So, um, that was some of the things that some festivals were doing last year. We staggered our screening, so we were dropping films daily. But this year, we're doing it a little bit different. I just noticed that your opening films with the wonderful, incomparable Cloris Leachman, who we lost this year. So I, was, I went there and I was like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna go have to go see that movie now. <laughs> Right? Yeah. It's a very sweet warming story and it's it's listed as her last starring role, so before she passed. So um, you know, and it's it's a really um wonderful film. So I think it was a good way also to honor her and also um start the festival um with that and our other opening is Fanny, um, the Right to Rock documentary, which is just fantastic. So yeah. And, and and you can buy, I mean, you can buy festival passes or you can just buy a ticket to see one film. You don't have to go right. Right. So the streaming platform that we use is called Eventive. And if you go to our website, anytime that you click on any of the films. Um, so we have 32 programs, um, 88 films total. We have um, 22 features and documentary um, feature length. And then we have 10 short programs that compromise over 60 films in the festival as well. Um, and that was the other thing. Like normally we do about four short programs and so moving into a virtual space, we were able to give more range and room to, to spotlight a lot of filmmakers that we weren't able to before. So going into the future, we're definitely gonna be looking at a hybrid model where we can actually maybe just have some virtual content, things that we couldn't fit in physical spaces, so we can try to spread the the spotlight to as many um, queer filmmakers that are out there. So yes, you can buy individual tickets, um, and then there's two different passes that you can buy. One is a six movie um, badge, um, 
so it, it discounts the individual tickets a little bit cheaper. And then our most popular is the all access pass. So once you purchase that, um, you have access to every program and see it within the leisure of your own time. So like I said, the way that we're dropping the films all at, on a Friday on October 15th, you can pick and choose which movie you want to. We created our playlist. So this is the way that if it was an in-person screening, this is the way that I would, you know, have our opening and then our centerpiece movies and everything is scheduled. So we still created a schedule and, you know, we invite people to follow that schedule. Um, but it, it, generally you can watch closing night on opening night, centerpiece on closing. <laughs> it's like whatever fits your mood at the time. But yeah. um, we're happy with the program. Um, we went over... 300 films we searched um we scouted wow. through the beginning of the year with the 88 that made it into this year's festival yeah yeah and if uh, i just want to uh, um do you want to just say something like about the film screening committee because they start way beforehand they watch hundreds and hundreds of films right and then and then from oh, that that's a bummer job <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a pretty big process, and they have meetings, and then they all give their opinions and vote on different things. Yeah, so so generally, the screening committee starts anywhere between April, as early as April, or towards uh, middle to end of May. So, you know, this year, because again, with the pandemic last year, and, you know, continuing on to this year, we're not sure how many productions were halted and, and, and what kind of slow, um, you know, case of submission we would have. So mm. in the end, we, last year and this year, we're basically, we received close, definitely over 300, like middle 300 films each year. So that hasn't really stopped. I mean, people were still making stories and you'll see some of those stories in some of the short films reflected on what, has been happening in our world. So, um, so the screening committee, you know, starts with like a anywhere from a fourteen to sixteen member team, and cool, you know, and then we go through a process of like three and a half months just going through all the submissions. Yeah, everybody watches them on their own time, on either their. Yeah, I mean, there's assignments. There's weekly assignments. So I. Anybody knows my Capricorn self? I'm very organized, so it's like usually <laughs> assignments and everything is pretty. You know, you have some a time frame to watch the films, um, and and then you know reflect on it and rate them, and then we get together every couple of weeks and we discuss all the films that were watched during that cycle, yeah. and then we move on to the next batch, and then so on and so forth. So it's it's a pretty it's a process that's been working for the last 15 plus years since we first started the screening committee. And I can't remember if we started it in our second year or a third year as we were getting more and more submissions. Um, but it's definitely a big, it's, it's very different than it was when we first started where we were still getting VHS tapes back in the, <laughs> you know, the festival started back in 2003. It was like VHS tapes, eventually DVDs, and now everything is like digital copies. So our screening committee is vast and wide. So it's pre predominantly here based in New Mexico, but we have screening committee members that are in Washington, D.C., Portland, Oregon, 
um, Philadelphia, uh, Texas. So it's been it's been also a way that um, our community gets together. So yeah, yeah. So if people want to volunteer to be on the screen screening committee next year, they can just go onto your website and there is a button for volunteering, right? Uh, or they, they, they can, that, or we send out an email blast and we put out a call for screening committee members, like in the spring. So usually about six weeks out before the screening committee officially begins, we, um, we have a call out. So, um, and generally it's, it's sad when we, and, and we had such a good response this year that, Unfortunately, you know, if I could have a 24 member team, which is just probably not manageable, I would, but you know, we were about 16 people strong this year. Cool. Uh, anything that you want to add that you'd like people to know? Um, you know, go to our website, check out the program, buy your tickets, a lot of great queer films out there. Um, the other thing is that we did expand our territory this year. So we'll be screening um, through the whole state of New Mexico and neighboring states, Arizona, Colorado, and Texas. Awesome. Yeah, I would think that having the virtual part of it is is a big bonus because, you know, for those of us who aren't quite ready to go out and be around people, like, you know, by 10 a.m. I'm done peopling anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, so uh, I'm glad that you're keeping that portion of it. Yeah. 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 Especially in a movie theater where it's such tight space. So, yeah. and the art theaters are typically smaller. So, well, thank yeah, you. Roberta. It's kicking chairs either. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for being a guest today. And um, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, see you soon. Okay. Yeah, and this will be posted all over the place, and and hopefully we can get the the word out, get people. To, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go buy a a, a pass because there's a. I mean, it's a, it's a screaming deal. I was looking at the pricing and how many movies you get and all of that right. stuff, and it's a screaming deal. So I'm gonna go get me a pass and and watch. I, I was glancing through a list of movies and going, ooh, that one looks good, and that one looks good, and that one looks good. And they're all good. They're all good. Something <laughs> for everyone. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess the gamut is like amazing. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining. What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.